Wait, should I say it? Yeah, be blunt as fuck. This is Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. Welcome back to this week's episode of Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. So this week, we're going to start off with a big Bravo News shocker of the week. Real Housewives of Atlanta star Portia Williams is engaged for, I think, the third time. Who the fuck knows? To be honest. Who cares? Who's coming at this point? literally jumping from dick to dick and not good dick. They're all I mean, it's probably, yeah, it's I mean, probably good love dick is because blind, she, everyone. Love is but blind, like, they're everyone. not good people, probably. Well, so she revealed this week that she's been dating. This is why it's even bigger news. It doesn't even matter the fact that she's engaged. Well, it does. Yeah, who, who, who the fuck engaged. cares if she's engaged? Yeah. She's now dating her now fiance. I don't know how to say his last name, but Simon Gubadia. It's like an African last name. I think that's Gubadia. good enough. I, um, I would have guessed Gubadia. But I, I think, think yours Gubadia. sounds. I, I think yours I sounds really better. The estranged husband of her Real Housewives of Atlanta co-star Fallon Gubadia. So Fallon is fifty-six. I mean, sorry, Simon is fifty-six <laughs> and Fallon is thirty-two. They were married in June of two thousand nineteen, and they just announced their split April twenty-second on their um on their social media pages and then this monday portia revealed that she's been dating simon for a month and now they're engaged and they're crazy in love crazy in love right um so for those of you that did not watch this season she was kind of like a friend like she wasn't a yes. main cast member she just popped up here and there and i remember like i initially thought she was like portia's friend because she that was yeah, yeah that's right? how she was okay. introduced that's as what... portia's friend Okay, because she invited the girls over, well, some of the girls over for a pool party, Mm -hmm. and Portia brought everyone over. She was riding in the car with Tanya, and she, um, on the way to this party, was like, yeah, I know her husband, Simon, because he owns a restaurant in Atlanta, and his wife is just really nice, and we exchanged numbers one day, and she was like, you should come over. So they had this pool party. It was super nice. Like, she gave them little gift bags and stuff. Like, it was Mm -hmm. really cute, but then now that... Portia's dating her husband or ex-husband she is saying that Fallon and I are not friends and Simon's divorce has been settled like she's acting like she doesn't know Fallon so here okay so I'm gonna tell you what um I don't know if you watch Basketball Wives but um Tammy Ronan or Roman I believe is her name yeah um from I Real was, World um from Real World and Basketball Wives yeah so she's um she was like talking about the situation and she was just saying how I'm going to give you a little back, like inside scoop on how reality TV works. Like we, a lot of the times are quote unquote friends that are brought onto the show. Like we don't actually know them. It's more like, and then she like subtly shaded Jackie for those of you who watch basketball. Wives, she goes, and Jackie always raises her hand. Like, I'll be your friend. Like, but you don't like actually know these girls. Like, they are just be, you're kind of like volunteering because they have to try to make it seem like it's an organic connection somehow that like, oh, okay. Like they're not just like, hi, I'm Fallon and I'm here to hang out. Like it, right. has to be like, why the fuck would you invite this bitch to your party? You know? But even Nini, I was just watching a clip with Nini before this and she was saying the same thing. She was like, Cynthia was not my friend, but they portrayed her as my friend before we got on the show. She's like, Tanya was not my friend, but I had to make it seem like she was my friend. She's like, but they become your friends. But Tammy, so Tammy was saying like, while that's the case, they still become your quote unquote, like coworker. Like, and you still have a relationship with them. That's what I'm saying. Cause I feel like Portia's trying to separate herself from Fallon. But the thing is, is that you do know her. So you went and like essentially took someone's husband that like invited you into her home and like gave you a fucking goodie bag and all this shit. And you just went and like snatched up her man. I mean, mean, the timeline of this is like very 
odd like because it would be like like you know it's kind of like it's still girl code in a sense like it's it I is don't really want to fuck with someone's man that I like even know like I think it's weird like I don't really want to mess with you if I know you've messed with people that I'm like actually working with who knows if Fallon is even going to come back like but now I think even if she wasn't going to come back I think Bravo's like probably like skirt like let's bring yes. her back next season for fucking give her sure. a fucking peach yeah no I mean the timeline of this like I, in my personal opinion, I just, there's no scenario in my head where Simon and Portia weren't talking when he was still with Fallon. Like, that's just, I mean, like, I'll give you guys the breakdown of the timeline. Yeah. So Fallon and Simon announced that they split in April, but he filed for divorce on January 15th. So he was originally trying to divorce her. Mm-hmm. And January 15th. And then he d- dismissed it in January 21st. And then on Valentine's day, he posted a picture of them on Instagram saying like, they're fighting for love. It took me a, a lifetime to learn how to love someone unconditionally. Even when I didn't have examples of that growing up, it's never too late That's to okay. learn. Yeah. Because an empty heart is even more of a greater burden. Okay. Whatever. So they are back together for Valentine's day. Then on February 19th, he files again for divorce requesting that their prenup be enforced. So they have a prenup. And then like Katie said, on April 22nd is when they publicly announced that they were splitting after two years of marriage. And so now, I mean, she's basically kind of getting nothing. I mean, she's getting like $150,000 in their divorce, which is, which like is nothing compared. You to can't like even like worth. Right. She's like driving around in like probably the nicest cars and that doesn't even cover one of them. Um, and then she gets an additional $50,000 and two installments. So $25,000 in each installment, which is okay. Um, and she has to leave their house by May 28th. She's like being evicted. Portia's got to move in. Sorry. Yeah. Portia has to move in. Portia's got to move in. Right. And then so, but May 5th is when he like filed the motion for the court to grant his request to like finalize the divorce and whatever. And then May 10th is when Portia posted. So that's like five days after they have yet to finalize their divorce. It's not Uh, finalized. It's not even finalized, but because they just reached their settlement last month. And on top of all this, so there was a girl named Jessica Harris. And she claimed that she met Simon at the Red Martini nightclub in Atlanta on March 30th. Then she alleged that he told her about his divorce from Fallon um, during their meeting and that they subsequently pursued a relationship, which that timeline adds up. Like, I mean, obviously there are probably it was after Valentine's Day, whatever, like right before they announced it. Um, And then he then she goes on to say, I had no idea he was talking to Portia, she said, claiming that they had been in contact as recently as May 9th and that he was texting and calling her every day. He, of course, denied it and said he would pay money for someone to prove he cheated on his ex-wife or Portia. And he he literally has like he's like, I'll pay fifty thousand dollars or twenty five thousand dollars to whoever can prove I cheated on Portia or my ex-wife. Give me the receipts. And I'm thinking now that you said the settlement amount, I'm like, wow, I would try to prove it if I was Fallon to try to get some more. I know. Right. I actually want to go dig around and try to prove it because I could use some extra cash flow if he's paying. I'll take it. So it's just the timeline is very fucking weird. And so Portia wrote, I know it's fast, but we are living each day to the fullest. I chose happiness every morning and every night, tuning out all the negative and only focused on positive wishes. He makes me so happy. And to me, that is what matters most. Uh, Portia. Portia also addressed the optics of the situation, writing, Simon filed for divorce from a previous marriage in January. I had nothing to do with their divorce filing. That's between the two of them. Um, Our relationship is a positive, loving step in everybody's lives. Uh, While short of stop of announcing her engagement, Simon later confirmed the pair are indeed engaged after a month of dating. I asked her to marry me because we checked all of each other's boxes and then some. Okay asked her with a rock you guys yeah it's my dream ring yeah which i allegedly like seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars and i yeah i think that's plenty for me and that's right on par but no it's tainted the ring for me because i feel like this is like i feel so bad for fallon she's like 
such a beautiful and woman. She's gorgeous. So and- fucking pretty. And like, seems like a good, like ride or die. I mean, I obviously don't know her well. She was only on, <laughs> on two episodes, but really? like even Portia saying stuff, like he filed for divorce from a previous marriage. Like, bitch, you know, the girl, like, you, I know, like what the fuck? Like, it's not like you just met this man. You had no connection. And so you just like, are like, I don't know who she is. I don't know anything that she's about. So it was a previous marriage. Like that was like your coworker, your quote unquote friend. So you right. know her. It's just like really fucking weird. I don't know. And so I she's just feel getting like a ton he, of shit. Obvious, obviously. Yeah. And I feel like he is like the type of person that, like he said, he didn't witness like much love and he doesn't really know how to love unconditionally. So I feel like, yeah, I feel like he's the type that jumps into relationships and is like, I love you. I love you. I love you. And like wants to move super fast and then well, gets sick of you. I was talking about Jessica Harris. She was like already in his Ferrari and he was like driving her. She was taking pictures in his Ferrari and all this shit. I'm like, what like why are you even taking pictures in a man's car that you just met I don't know it's fucking weird like everything is moving so fast I don't even think he's had time to breathe and then Portia's like no so in love and then on top of it so Portia obviously is getting like all this fucking hate right so then she reposted something that Khloe Kardashian posted and it was like an inspirational quote And it says, may the dark thoughts, the overthinking and the doubt exit your mind now. May clarity replace confusion and wrote, amen, Khloe Kardashian over that. And I'm like, this is just like painful because it's like the blind leading the blind with like fucked up men. And so fans were even commenting like birds of a feather. And another one was y'all people's man, y'all steal people's man, then act like the victims. Bye. Right. Well, it's like if you relate to Khloe Kardashian's relationship issues, then you know your shit is fucked up. That is sad because you're just basically going to one fucked up relationship and being like, you're trying to validate that your relationship is working. Yeah, she also married someone after a month and look how that worked out for her. (sighs) And then she just moved on with another fucking uh, toxic dude who's cheating on her still and then she's still gonna stay so who cares just like t- Portia stayed with her man who cheated on her Dennis right baby daddy gave him another shot you know like you go for these men that clearly don't know how to keep their pecker in their pants and then you're getting validation from another girl who has no respect to, for herself clearly like well, it isn't it a red flag for you? The fact that he was, is married or was married to Fallon for two years. And then all of a sudden it's just done like that. And then she has to leave the house within the month. Like, well, what do you always that say? Doesn't show you, get him, you. you get him how you lose him or wait, what you, you lose him, how, him how you get him. Yes. yes. Cause he's yes. going to get sick of Portia too and move on to the next hottest girl with a fat ass you know like Mm -hmm. it's just it seems like this is his a personality trait for him you know so it's just like I don't know like and knowing someone that is has done that to their wife the person that they're supposed to love forever and could have them have to leave the house by May 28th and then you've only known him for a month like you say like that seems a little fucking scary like I would be scared because you clearly don't know this guy very well I'd be like, dude, you're doing your ex-wife like that? Like, kind of fucked, right. but whatever. I guess, it, like, I think she's just so in love, or or I don't It's know not even it's love. love. It's just, it's like, like, lust at that point. And so Andy- She's counting the money, because he is rich as fuck. Yeah, and she's rich, too, so it goes well, but Andy Cohen was asked, like, what he thought about it, and he said, I think it's wild, man, but I'm staying tuned. I can't wait to find out more. That's what I think. And I'm like, yeah, because Portia has a three-episode show deal that she is coming out about her life. And I'm like, I just find this so weird that all of a sudden you have a three-episode show coming out, like a spinoff about your life, and then now you're engaged to Simon, who is the ex husband of Fallon another cast member like I don't know if this yeah. is a fucked up PR stunt well that's that was my initial thought when I saw the news I was like this is a PR stunt like but then when I found out they were engaged then I started getting confused because I was like but what is Simon uh, need the PR for is what I don't get and like I feel like he, Simon he doesn't need the PR the sh- he didn't even appear on the show with Fallon you never saw he, him he, he was just did. a rich old husband he did like briefly and yeah, at the pool but... party, he said hi. But like, other than that, no, he wasn't really on the show. But like, yeah, I don't know. I 
I initially thought it was a PR stunt too. I don't know. They found that they were engaged. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see you guys obviously on the three part show. It's going to be. I'm like, why did you even give her a fucking spinoff to be honest? Like, I, I don't know. She's not- it's so I liked Portia up until this point, but I feel like this is shady as fuck and I like can't stand for this. So I mean I've always like liked her. I've never like not liked her. She's just always been kind of like entertaining, but like I've never been like, oh my god, I would want to be like friends with that girl or something, you know? But yeah. like certain housewives, I'm like, oh my god, I fucking love them. I would want to be friends with them, but like she's just like whatever. So like that's why I'm like, why did you give her a spinoff? Like, well, yeah. And if this is a publicity stunt, like obviously, like you said, Simon doesn't need the publicity. Yeah. I don't think he's in it for the publicity. I think he's in it for the ass. And I really think he's like a womanizer. And the fact mm-hmm. that Portia went after him, he's like chill. Like, yeah, I'll throw away Fallon to the next one. No prob. I have all this money to waste anyways. Do I can get a girl whenever. Lasting? No, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I give no. it like maybe six months. I don't even think they'll make it to the wedding, to be honest. Like it might be like right up until the wedding and she calls it off or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Because he's cheating. Right. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) yeah. I mean, that's how I see it. I'm not a psychic. I will put that out there. But that's how I see this. I see this as publicity for Portia and ask for him and this Mm -hmm. won't last. So it's a nice little arrangement. Right. It works win win, except for Fallon, who left with $150,000 <laughs> right, and right. has nowhere to live with her three kids. Which that's great. That's really sad. Um, well, in Summer House, Bravo Summer House news, there have been some rumors and then there's some cast shakeups. So the rumor that's going around right now is that Brielle Bierman from Don't Be Tardy, Kim Zolciak Bierman's daughter, is going to be on Summer House. Um, last week, Bravo canceled the Beerman family reality TV show, Don't Be Tardy, after eight seasons. Um, it's not clear whether the family is going to be like back on TV or not, even though the family said we'll be back on your screen somehow. But I, I don't know what network. I'm sure um, they'll move to like a lesser network. Like, yeah, like we. We. <laughs> where shit, everyone goes. shit on me, but I like, like we. No, like, we have, we good, have good content. Stuff. Like, we when have Kendra. Like when Kendra's show went off, she went right. to we and I still watched that. Like yeah, I, they still have you, shit. but it's it's just it's, it's no just bravo. Like, it's not bravo. Right. Like there's tears and it's not bravo, but you're still on TV. So it, I mean, yeah, it's, it's like saying like uh having a Louis Vuitton bag for it versus a bag that you bought at Walmart. Like you still have something to put your shit in, but it's just not as nice. You and know, like yeah, like so I I will watch. I'll watch if they move to whatever, if they move to where whatever network. I honestly yeah. like Hey, they're on TV and we're not. So they're doing something. <laughs> hey, we're on your airway. <laughs> Even better. But apparently, according to the Bold and Bravo, rumors have been swirling that Brielle will be joining Summer House for the upcoming season. Now that her family's reality TV show is canceled, Brielle is free to join a more age-appropriate show and begin her own career, a source revealed. She has mutual friends in Atlanta with current cast member Sierra Miller, and that will be her introduction to the show. Fuck off. Is what I have this, to say. This just like, goes back to what Tammy and Nini were saying, like where they have to try to bring someone in. They're not fucking friends, and no, no, one no way. They have nothing in common. Atlanta, that they have nothing. What are nothing like? Um, Sierra has a job. Brielle doesn't. Uh, unless she just <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sierra has like is ha- is educated and has a job, has degrees and shit. Brielle doesn't. Sorry, Brielle. But it's just like like the whole. And the Beermans. I love their family, actually. I love them. I just don't think Brielle is a fit for Summer House. I I don't. Because they all, I keep saying jobs, but they all have jobs. Like everyone has a career and it's it's supposed to be young professionals that work in the city that are coming to like let off steam. But at the same time, like Paige is like an influencer. So like, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, but she got on the show like through- yeah, and then became an influencer. Yeah. So it was like she still has had like a career prior to being an influencer. I don't know. She fits in with the vibe. I think, and they're all I, I get what you're saying. I think nowadays an influencer is a career and they make a shit ton of fucking money. Like she literally makes six figures. Yeah. So she is having a great career. But I understand what you're saying is New York City is a different vibe. It's like a professional vibe in exactly. terms of like a different because a lot of people don't see influencers as like a 
professional yet, even though it totally is. I think in LA, it would fit the vibe better. Like if it was, yeah, but not New York. Right. There's two, because the whole, the whole show, like the premise of the show, and obviously it had to change because of COVID, but like the premise of the show was we all have like these hard ass jobs. And so when the weekend comes, you would just want to go to the Hamptons and party. Like she fits, she doesn't fit the narrative of that, but she definitely, an influencer would be the perfect LA show. Like that right. would be like, that's where they would have to, where she, what reality show she should be on, like sort of a thing, but like, no one's going to buy. She's friends with Sierra. Like, no. And like, I was commenting with like other people and I was like seeing, like, you know, saying what um, the rumor was and people were like, no, no, they like didn't want her on the show. Or, but I think a lot of people like her, just not for the show, but they are going yeah, to totally because Hannah Burner just announced today that she's no longer going to be on the show. She said that next summer she's going to be touring and she's grateful for the show, but she's going to be like doing her comedy next summer. Um, yeah. Doesn't I mean, we all, me. yeah, we all saw this coming. It's not like news to me. I was just like, oh, okay. She announced it. Cause it's, this was a really hard season for her. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like she, a lot of people hated her after this season, just because I of the things that she said about a nice comment about Carl. Her this entire season. Like when I'm no. in my Bravo groups, chat forums, like I will read everything. They like want her off the show so badly. Like they, like it's yes. crazy. They're like paying even my, to be without mm, her. Yeah. Even my nice friends that never say anything mean about anyone. They are like, I hate Hannah. And I'm like, oh, and it's unfortunate because I liked her. I do too. I do too. I still like her. I think it was like a rough season. And I think I she think really she fucked up this season. To take accountability. And that was yes. problem. no accountability. And if you don't have that, people can't move forward. Mm-hmm. If you can't own up to be and be like, fuck, like, you know what? I made a mistake. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. Like, if you couldn't take ownership of your actions, like, I I don't think people feel sorry for you. No, no, not at all. And especially when you're in an environment like where people are owning up to their shit. Like uh, Kyle apologized to her and people are apologizing. Yes, exactly. And then she couldn't reciprocate that energy, which it makes it a little bit toxic because it's like, I'm not going to continue to apologize for shit when you can't see yourself what you're doing mm-hmm. so I and get I it Paige, I'll miss her I think they'll, she'll kind of like come out of her shell a little more do you know what I okay. mean yes so I even my though they're best doesn't. friends and like I feel like best friends you're you are who you are but sometimes you use your best friend as a crutch you do Absolutely. And I was, my brother doesn't watch summer house, but he started watching it and he watched all the seasons Mm -hmm. and he like came to me and was like, have you noticed that Paige basically has no storyline? Like nothing goes on in her life besides like she has Perry a little bit, but like, what do you know about Paige? Like nothing. So she just like kind of piggybacks on everyone else's drama and is just like kind of stirs the pot a little bit but she really hasn't shown us anything about herself. Like Perry wasn't really on the show. So we didn't really get to see their dynamic. We don't really know anything about her. So I'm hoping that fun. Like when she got drunk on the boat, when she was was away from Hannah, like she was fun. Like, and I was like, Oh my God, this is such a fun. I've always liked Paige. I've never not. I've always thought I've always liked, because I think I see a lot of like myself and my friendships in Hannah and Paige. So I Mm -hmm. do really like them. But like, I do think it would be good for the show and well, cu- also like get out of your comfort zone. She's kind of a fucking genius to be on a reality show and really show nothing real. But like, like she's still entertaining. So what kind of works? Still, yes, but still entertaining, but no, not showing anything. Like we don't That's know how I would want to be on, on a reality show. So I totally. kind of like admire, I like literally look at the, I'm like, wait, that's how I would want to be. Like, she's just fun and they like, can kind of like talk shit, but it's funny. And then like, you don't really have to know that much about her life, which is great. Yeah. Like, but I'm a little worried me. now that Hannah's not here. She's not going to have that same dynamic. So she is going to have to like pull from somewhere else to be relevant. Yeah, who knows who they're going to bring in. And I doubt it's Brielle. I think that really is just a rumor. I really think it has to be a rumor, guys. Like yeah. I just can't imagine well, that I love you I, I really do I love you and your family but I just don't see that happening. I do I do love Brielle and I love Summer House I don't love them together right and I like Hannah outside of Summer House I feel like now because the season it wasn't 
it just wasn't her season. It it wasn't. It was it was a rough one. It for was us rough. All. It was it was hard to watch. Like <laughs> yeah, the first it was two seasons, pretty hard to watch. Loved it, but this one was kind of hard. Yeah. But Hannah, I we wish you the best on your comedian comedian career. Com- I don't know what you com- call it. Comedic tour. Tour tour. Yes, comedic. Tour. Yeah. Yeah. That. Um. But in other Bravo shows, mm-hmm. so we haven't really talked about this show much, but um, Real Housewives of Dallas is wrapping up yeah, it's a little bit, but yeah, especially this season, we haven't t- touched a ton on, we touched on like Deandra and the booger sucking and stuff with her shaman, but like really outside of that, but they had a new cast member this season Tiffany Moon and I think this is a part of like Bravo's whole thing to kind of diversify some of their shows and bring in new cultures and new opinions and stuff which fucking love and so Tiffany Moon is the new person that they brought she's an anesthesiologist like super fucking smart has a fantastic job but like she's been in a little bit of a drama outside of the show especially on Twitter Mm -hmm. um so to kind of give you guys like the backstory, it's her and Cam, Cameron Westcott going head to head over and, and over again. Doing this all season, it literally all season. Like, their feud started from chicken feet. It did talked about in one episode, and basically like, which is crazy. This is all kind of stemmed from chicken feet. Um, <laughs> what's her face? Tiffany was like, "Oh my god, you guys! Like in China, we eat chicken feet." So like, she was trying to get them to eat it, and no one wanted to eat it because it was like disgusting. And they were like, "No, this is like literally really gross. I don't want to do this." And she was like, "Come on!" She was like peer pressuring them, mm-hmm. and so it was, and it was really annoying. It was because I don't like when people try to force me to do things, so I would be personally annoyed. But it's just, and Cameron was like, "Why did you tr- like pressure us so much?" I think the problem with Tiffany is she came in trying too hard because she doesn't have a lot of social skills with women because growing up she's like very studious so she's like I've never had a group of girlfriends so I think she like came in and like was just trying way too fucking hard and it kind of snowballed into the final um what the what's it called finale or what yeah so I mean like but also in Tiffany's defense like Cameron wouldn't let it go. Like the chicken Cameron feet should have stayed at the dinner. Let shit go. That, yeah. So she's, she's like, like a dog with a bone. She holds right. on. She does it all the time. And I don't know if she does it to like continue a storyline throughout a whole Maybe. Season, but I don't think she's like that. Smart. Think, um, calculated. I don't think she's oh. that calculated. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, I was thinking about this actually the other day. And I think that's like Cameron's main problem with Tiffany like obviously Tiffany can be a little bit pushy but I think like Cam plays like the dumb blonde role you know like her husband makes all the decisions in the house like he doesn't tell her anything like she just kind of just sits there and looks pretty and so she I think she's insecure about people calling her dumb Mm -hmm. and like we said in one of the previous episodes like Tiffany would correct her a lot on like her vocabulary or like she said something wrong she does say things wrong a lot but so do I but Tiffany would correct her and I think like being around yeah hit a nerve being around someone that's like super educated super smart super rich super cultured is making her super insecure and I mean Cam always never was the smartest person she was never like the brightest crayon in the box but like she had that she was rich and so she could run in these circles because of who she knew and she was rich but like Tiffany is also rich so it's like she she's really has no she's the whole fucking package her social so, skills are a little lacking so it's kind of like yeah yeah so I feel like Cam feels insecure like she has nothing to make her feel like superior to Tiffany because Tiffany has it all I mean her husband like she has a Tiffany is an anesthesiologist which I believe they start out at like 400k a year and that's just her money, not to mention that her husband's fucking loaded and his mm-hmm. family owns like all these hotels and stuff. Like in conclusion, Tiffany is just a fucking cultured, all around, well-rounded she, person. She is. And then so at the reunion, Cam and her, though, were like put everything behind them. Right. So like and they were like and Cameron even said, is this is this going to be the final? We're putting stuff behind us like nothing else. And Tiffany's like, yeah. And then there was a tweet and then after that they were tweeting and then Tiffany came out and like basically was calling Cameron a clown with a clown emoji which in Cameron's defense 
I would be pissed off because it's like annoying as fuck that like I thought we squashed it and you and she said is this we're done and you're keeping the shit going because and so I'd be like listen bitch fuck you but Cameron which she should have just said fuck you bitch like I thought we were over this but But she's ignorant unfortunately took that clown face and kind of went in an opposite direction and was like oh Tiffany is that a clown face because I'm a clown or is it white face because I'm white and I was like the fuck I was like where did she even get this like I'm so confused ever meaning anything other than a clown have you ever seen a clown with another no bright white right and white face isn't a thing like black face is a thing it's like a historic thing like it co- stems from somewhere. White face is not a thing. No one but was in a like play waiting, holding painting their face this, white. Like, because of the chicken foot thing. So that's why I brought up the chicken foot well, thing. And then, then it was like this whole racial thing. Like, oh my God, well, it's a part of my culture. And she's like, well, it's not racist to like not want chicken feet. Like blah, blah, blah. So well, like, they have this she like, was weird saying, racial thing was, going on now. What Cam was saying was she was saying that like, you can't say that chicken feet are a part of Chinese culture because for some reason she doesn't understand that. And that's stereotyping all Chinese people to say that all Chinese people's culture is, has chicken feet involved in it, which I'm like, okay, sorry. I didn't, I didn't realize that you were Chinese cam. Did I miss that? Like, when did, did you grow up in this culture? Like what the fuck? I, I think she was just like trying so hard to get a point across that she wasn't racist, which I don't think she was, but I think she just couldn't stop talking. She couldn't close, shut her mouth. And then it was like, and then she just sounded like dumber and dumber with the shit that was she coming just out. And her every, she sounds so like, dumb. The Everyone's standing like, there like dumbfounded. Like, uh, like, Cam- like no one stopped her, but they were probably just like, Cameron, like shut your mouth. Like, I don't know why you keep even talking. But then her husband started tweeting. And obviously I understand he's trying to defend his wife, but at the same time, he should have never gotten involved in this. No. Especially because Cameron wasn't right in the fight. And he goes, anti-racism is racism. It discriminates by the color of one's skin. They tried that once in Germany. It didn't work out well. Um, I don't understand how many of your patients would be comfortable with you treating them um, with your open, vile racism. And then- This is just so, like, can we just talk, before we even get to his brother, can we just talk about how vile court is? Like, the fact that you're- you don't even fucking know anything, little man. Like the fact you can would compare this to the Holocaust is just actually fucking wild. Like you were yeah. so fucking crazy. Like Tiffany is out here saving lives and you can't even reach someone's nose to do a COVID swab if you wanted to, because you're so fucking little and you're going to come for this and talk about her fucking job and all this shit. Like you deserve to be sued. And I mean, I mean I Tiffany, think I think is taking legal like, action. Obviously I'm sure that's what he was referencing, talking about Germany. And I think it's like, why what the fuck like these you can't even compare something of that nature to what's happening in this situation in the slightest it's it's like offensive i to like jews at this point like i think they offended they offended everyone they offended jews they offended everyone of any race that's ever experienced racism to say that anti-racism so if i'm against racism i'm a racist like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you guys just sound so ignorant and dumb. Like, the fact that they, I don't know, they need to go back to school because this is so, I don't even want to, this makes me never want to go to Dallas. And this is what people are like in Dallas, and that's not the place I want to be. So her brother came out, and all, her brother-in-law came out and said, I've spoken to her twice once she was blackout drunk at my house and needed to get home early for work. Wonder if she had a hangover while working with patients. Okay, he needs to take a seat at the kitty table with I think when you start putting someone's fucking career that they've worked so fucking hard for in jeopardy, fuck you. Yeah, court tagged her job. Fuck you. That's fucked up. That's not okay. She, do you know how hard it's caused her like emotional distress basically with her, how she's grown up and how hard she had to work to like get to where she is. And like, she didn't do anything in term to deserve that. Like, is she funny? No. Are her jokes good? No. No. Does she have, is she very good socially? No. But no. That's yeah. And she's, like, smart, she's, and she's pretty. <laughs> like, exactly. But you know, that's t- to be smart and pretty shit. That's just great. because she has a fucking job like are you guys so fucking ignorant and it's rich that you're 
it's it's so fucked like this had nothing to do with her job as an anesthesiologist obviously they're like pulling this in to get her fired apparently the hospital she works at is like indirectly owned by the Westcott's oh really yeah oh shit so that's why he tagged them and so it's like but like she's a uh an anesthesiologist like she's a really good fucking doctor she could go anywhere to be honest yeah yeah, she probably should leave whatever company that she's at that they own or whatever but I don't know it's just like they're this whole family and like I just I never had an issue with cam I always just was like she's just like dumb but like I always thought she was a housewife I I did I thought she was I did I thought she brought but she's like past the point of dumb to now she's like ignorant and her family is now verging on racism and so that to me is just kind of like I almost don't even want to watch this show anymore because it pisses me off that much and the reason we are even bringing all this up is because today Tiffany um, in her bio changed her social media that said previous cast member of Real Housewives of Dallas season five. And she tweeted out a photo of herself with um, a caption that said time for change. But then hours later, her bio again read cast member. And so a, uh, a source close to Moon told page six on Friday that rumors of her leaving the show are not true. While a second source told us that no decisions for a new season have yet been made. But then her publicist confirmed to ET that the rumors of her leaving the show are not true. So that's why we were she, bringing all this up. We were just trying to give you a background on why it was like kind of a dramatic. It's been such a dramatic. Is she, is she not leaving? Yeah. I mean she doesn't need this job <laughs> like no. she doesn't need this shit at all like she's has a, a family a really great career like, why don't they start a married to medicine dallas like she could oh. go on that carrie could go on that carrie from like dr uh dubor duber duber whatever remember carrie duber like her husband's a plastic surgeon she's a nurse um oh yes yes, yes. i forgot about so everyone was like she got dallas. like the the really great eyelid lift. Mm, yeah, she looks great. <laughs> like, and it would be so. I'm like, what? I was like, are you trying to say Debro? No, but I was I'm like, Duber. no, that's not. She, I yeah, would call her husband the Duber Dick. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was like, yes, like go off that, like go to, even though it's not. Yeah. They should, they should think. No, about they it. should make it. I mean, the franchise is already there. It's just about adding a location, and then they love they to do tried that. Houston, Houston didn't work, but yeah, but. Dallas, why not? Dallas sure might be good. I mean, doctors. It, I don't want Tiffany to leave because I think that it's not right that because I want so her they to put leave her, on her own accord. I want her to leave on her own accord because they put her in this situation and she had to have known with being a person of color on the Dallas Housewives, it wasn't going to be easy. But like, I don't think she like expected like this level of what she the fuck Cam and she her family are bringing like fun and fluffy. And she was like, I didn't think I was going to be tackling all these issues. Right. And, and I feel like they put the a thing. lot of, they put a lot of pressure on her too. And because I think the that's also thing. the, yeah, the producer's fault. Like, I feel like they put pressure on her to teach the world about like Asian culture and Chinese culture and stuff. And I feel like that was like, honestly too much too, too. And she was trying to like, combine all these things and it came off really like awkward and then the fact that like cam's like coming at her for it and then yeah the brandy situation which if was brandy didn't have that like that video of her like mocking asian eyes i think tiffany would have had a completely different season you think a hundred percent because she started off the gate having to deal with topics of racism and she was like true like sucks like I like she said I thought it was gonna be all fun and fluffy and then I had to be the one to deal with like all these serious topics and that's what oh that's so true you know like so I feel like the they put it on her like okay you're gonna have to talk to Tiffany and Tiffany you're gonna have to talk to her and we're gonna have to hash this out which you know what I thought was great that they did have that she was able to speak to someone and like that was shown but at the same time it is a lot of weight for a first season cast member to have all this on her shoulders because think about it Carrie she's Mexican-American or she's from Mexico. She's an immigrant. She came here and her culture, it was all fun. Didn't talk about race, racial shit. And she still got to embrace her culture. Right. But, but but the thing is, is with the Leanne shit, like she got a racist attack too. True. True. I forgot about the Leanne shit. That's why I'm saying like these Dallas housewives, like, and I just think I forgot about in general. That's why Leanne was out. 
Yeah. Dairy, the Dallas and, <laughs> I know she, she has been out of my head, but like the Dallas, the, I just get negative vibes from it as far as like racial issues go. And yeah, it was really fucking awkward. And I don't know if the producer set it up like this, but her and Brandy's situation where Brandy was like, I feel like I can't feel comfortable around you and stuff. And it's like, okay, that's not like Tiffany's problem. That's your problem. The fact that you feel like you can't be comfortable around an Asian person because you said something fucking ignorant, then that's like, that's on you. So why is Tiffany dealing with the fact that you put that out there? You know? So it was just, it was a really awkward I kind of instead of celebrating culture yeah instead of celebrating culture which I think she thought she was going to be doing it turned into having her having to constantly defend her culture which like why are we still doing this right why why can't we just fucking enjoy a show it's supposed to be lighthearted and fun and embracing different cultures different personalities different people from different backgrounds like we need it to be like fun again and have like stupid drama not like this intense drama like because it's like it's not her responsibility like this is it was a lot on her shoulders this whole season and it's well and I think Bravo wants to show like we can tackle these issues because it is really important right now in the world but the fact that they put that on Tiffany and basically put her in the lion's den of, you know, like, to be honest, like if these people were friends with Leanne, like, and hadn't called her out and she was probably saying racist shit around them before, like that you're putting, you're setting her up for failure, you know, like, you know, who these people are and Cam's two true colors showed and so did courts and his whole families. I just hope housewives can like, I get it. It's a hot cold. It's a hot topic, obviously with what's going on in the world right now. I just hope for the housewife's sake and for everyone's sake, it can like go back to trying to be like a light, more lighthearted and like not having one housewife feel so much pressure on her to feel like she's like the token right. of her, their race. You know, that's a well, lot. that's why it just needs to be integrated. Like the fact yes. that you have to just throw in an Asian girl and then she is taking the brunt of everything and, you know, trying to explain her whole fucking culture is fucked up like it should have it shouldn't be like this from the beginning and yet here we are and I think we probably need to fucking start over or add some more POCs to some of these shows especially Dallas in a place where it's clearly kind of racially divided or they don't really understand other cultures it I'll be curious to see if they keep cam I'm going to be curious to see if Tiffany really does stay I I don't know obvious but then it's like it's going back to the whole thing like okay next season this would be great to tackle how this was fucked up but like how many seasons are we going to tackle why a situation's fucked up well and it's like I don't think you're going to be able to tackle this with Kim I don't think she has the mental capacity to understand why what she's saying is wrong so I think and I'm not into cancel culture and I don't think we should cancel Cam. I think we should educate Cam, but I think she needs to take a break and reevaluate because this is fucked up. Like the stuff that her family tweeted is fucked up. Cam was just, Cam's like more ignorant. Whereas like Leanne was very like aggressively hateful. Like kept calling, like she was like screen, like you chirpy Mexican and shit like that. And like was like actively very, so I'm like, Leanne, I don't know if there was like helping her, but like Cameron, I do think, like you said, I think she's just ignorant. I think she's ignorant, but I think just like as principal, she's dumb and she has a bunch of people around her that are probably a little bit more, hate to say it, but racist. And so I think she's easily influenced because she can't really stand on her own two feet. So I just don't know. I don't, I personally don't see, at least in my eyes, I don't see Cam ever coming back and being someone that I can even tolerate again in my eyes. Um, Mm -hmm. We'll see what Bravo does with her, but like, I'm not into cancel culture. I don't want her canceled. I want her her educated, but I think she needs to either take a break or get the fuck off the show and educate herself because she can go to a class. She needs to Mm -hmm. like, even if it's just fucking algebra, like just fucking try that. Just, just try anything. Just try anything. Well, speaking of cancel culture, a celebrity who's not necessarily getting canceled, even though I don't believe 
in cancel culture either, but she's annoying as fuck. But Chrissy Teigen, <laughs> um, there's been a lot of drama with her um, lately because Courtney Stodden has like, she did an interview recently about how um, Chrissy Teigen used to bully her. For those of you who don't know who Courtney Stodden is, um, she was married to a 51-year-old actor at the time when she was 16 years old back in 2011. Mm-hmm. His name was Doug Hutchinson. Um and it was like a huge thing at the time. Obviously, he was 51 years old, 16. That's Sick. disgusting. Um, and she's now come out saying, like, I was basically fucking groomed. Like, that was not okay. They're, just, yeah. they're since divorced. But, you know, it was but wrong. But, like, her it mom had to sign, sign off, off on this marriage. He, she basically girl. sold her daughter to this old-ass pedophile. And yeah. so, like, I don't know. But she did an interview this week with the that was released this week with the Daily mm-hmm. Beast. Um, and they talked about like all of this intense media criticism that was surrounding her marriage. And she mentioned that she was cyberbullied by a, a few different slubs, um, but in particular, Chrissy Teigen. Mm-hmm. And she and what Chrissy would say to her was she would encourage her to kill herself. And um, like she, over and over again, guys, like, over there's multiple and over tweets. Again. Like, One's like, I hate you. One's like my Friday fantasy, you dirt nap, mm, baby, or go to sleep forever. Or um, Stodden said that Chrissy DM'd them, you know, I can't wait for you to die. Uh, What drug makes you do that with your mouth? Asking for a friend who really wants to know how to look like an idiot. Thanks. Like this shit's not okay. She, She literally said she tweeted once Courtney Stodden you're a butthole she didn't even know how the proper she didn't use the proper your in that either um but <laughs> at least if you're gonna be mean use the proper use grammar the, okay so you don't look I'm sure like a Tiffany fucking idiot. Moon would correct right you, thank you and you it's have crazy. to remember the context of this it's not like Chrissy Teigen was tweeting at they weren't, they weren't they weren't this was a random 16 year old girl yes it's not like she was tweeting at another adult she was tweeting at a 16 year old 16. You're tweeting this to a child, telling them to go kill them. Who's already being groomed and is going through some fucked up shit, which you should have fucking realized. But she and then this isn't the first time Courtney's spoken out about it two months ago um, after Chrissy briefly le- left Twitter because she was being bullied. Courtney posted a video about her being a hypocrite. And she was just saying it's so hypocritical of her. Like, I think for me, because I experienced so much harassment and bullying from her when I was just 16 years old, 17 years old, 18 years old at the time when I needed help, like I was being abused. And then and then Tegan, uh, Tegan, sorry, Chrissy was like, oh, my God, I'm being bullied. I have to get off Twitter. And I'm like, okay. But so she's come out and apologized and she said not a lot of people are lucky enough to be held accountable for all their past fucked um, shit in front of the entire world. I'm mortified and sad at who I used to be. I was insecure, seeking attention, troll. She continued, I've worked so hard to give you guys joy and be beloved. And the feeling of letting you down is nearly unbearable. Truly, there are not only my, um, these were not my only mistakes and surely won't be my last as I try, but God, I will try. Okay. As she still has Courtney blocked on Twitter. And she's never, she hasn't, and the reason, and she didn't reach out privately to her either. It's like all public. And yes, she did this when she was in her twenties and we all do kind of like fucked up shit in our twenties, you know? And I don't believe in cancel culture. Like we were talking about, I don't think people should be canceled because I don't think it, I think we have to learn when we fuck up education you, not educa- cancellation exactly it's all about education we're not here to cancel people and it's about growth because if you teach people like oh okay i made a mistake i'm just going to be canceled forever what does that teach them they learn nothing so right. obviously she was in her 20s i'm going to but like to message someone to kill themselves is just like insanely fucked up like it's crazy well she was just like out here wild and in 2011 when she was doing all this shit cuz she also tweeted at Lindsay Lohan like Lindsay adds like, a few more slits to her wrist when yes. she sees Emma Stone. Like, okay, we get it. So I've kind of like never really thought Chrissy was funny. Like I never understood why everyone thought she was so hilarious. Like um, she's just not my sense of humor. And I think she's the same. This is how I would describe her sense of humor is a mean girl in movies who always makes comments about other people 
that are just fucking mean but she thinks it's funny and everyone laughs just because she's like the hot mean girl and like I've never experienced that in like school or anything but like I've seen it in movies so that's like what I could compare it to and it's like no bitch you're not funny you're just fucking mean and you can get away with it because you're quote-unquote hot a hundred percent I mean I've experienced this in school so I can say that yeah that's exactly what it sounds like Um, And I feel like she's just, you know, like back in like the early 2000s when people would say super fucking inappropriate shit and Mm -hmm. it would just be funny, you know, like people used to use the R word or like things that you weren't supposed to say. Mm -hmm. And I feel like she for a long ass time was still living in the headspace that that is comedy and it's not, you know, like you're She's also not a comedian. You're, yeah, she's all, she's also just a mom. I mean, not just a model. She's like a mom <laughs> and actress and whatever wife, but like she's a model. Yeah, she's not a comedian. I personally like I've never felt one way or the other about Chrissy. I never just, like hated okay. her. I never like was in love with Chrissy Teigen. The one thing I did like about Chrissy Teigen was just her and like John Legend's relationship. Like I always thought like and maybe it's more I like John than Chrissy. But, mm-hmm. and that might be it, but something about their relationship I really like, because I think he's a really sweet guy. And also when she, he tried to break up with her and she was like, no, we're still together. And then that was just that, it. Yeah. That's that funny. was like, sure, that was funny. funny. Yeah. I liked that. And so that, those are the things that I liked about Chrissy. Um, and I wish I could eat her food. Like she could cook it for me and I would eat it. I'm yeah, not going to sure cook it myself. Chef. Yeah. But this is, this is fucked up. And I, it's hard it's, for me because it's like, I don't, from Chrissy's side of things, I don't want to put, and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's old. And like, they did the same thing with Kevin Hart and whatever, but like, and I don't want to pile more on to her, especially after she has just lost a child, like that she had to fucking birth and lost that baby. So I, this uh, has been a hard year for her. <laughs> I was reading uh, that people were like, she sacrificed that child. For like Illuminati shit. Oh my god! And I was like, wow, people really go crazy with this Illuminati. Well, did, did it really? Did it work for her? It did doesn't it seem like the Illuminati she, has her back right now. Because it looks like it, it it had backfired. If that was the case, because fuck this, like she's in fucking hot water. That's for sure. From like, 2011 cheats, but like she sh- this she should have taken. She should have taken this down first of all, and she should have never tweeted in this for, in the first place. She should have known better. She should have known you don't fuck with suicide I feel like it's one thing to make a joke but then it's like another thing to tell someone and blatantly say go fucking kill yourself right like Katie and I say go all take, the time and we like, probably shouldn't like, yeah I say, I'm gonna kill myself this is but so like, annoying I'm also talking about myself like I'm not telling anyone else in their life like go harm yourself in any way shape or form right because that's fucked up and then the fact that she did it over and over again in multiple forms like she's saying like I can't wait for you to die. She's saying, go to sleep forever. She's saying, take a dirt nap. Like you're just repeating, kill yourself over and over and over again. And then you're going to DM it to her too, to make sure that this child knows that she, or that they should kill themselves in there. Right. It's like, she really had some sort of weird fixation with this person. It's so bizarre. And then like, everyone was like, oh my God, Target canceled her because she has a cookware line called Cravings. And like, they didn't, they just like the deal ended in December. Um, I'm just like assuming they're not going to like redo the deal. Renew it. Yeah. Um, But I don't think, I think she's probably learned that she's not funny and like, should probably just like continue to stay off Twitter. I think Twitter is not her friend. And to be honest, I think Aisha Curry's cookware is better anyways. So it's not like we'll be missing much, but yeah, this was just, I mean, this is it. I know it's old, but it is fucked up, but it's like a new story that came out just because like Courtney just did the interview. Um, so that's why it's like resurfacing and like why she just apologized. And Courtney was just kind of like, all of me wants to believe this is a sincere apology, but it feels like a public attempt to save her partnerships with Target and other brands who are now realizing her wokeness is a broken record because it's like she was and it, it's just like, yeah, you, you know, you preach, don't be a bully or you're a bully. But then it's like, bitch, you're doing the same shit to other people just in a different way. I know it really is ironic that she like had to take a break from Twitter in March because 
she felt like she was being cyberbullied. And then she but she's been cyberbullying people for years or people that she thought were bullies children was calling them too. out. Yeah. It's just like a yeah, child you, that was groomed and over sexualized and you should have tried to help. I versus... think you gotta get off Twitter for good. I think it's, Yeah, I don't I think, think, think Twitter done. I don't think Twitter is for her. I honestly no. there's some people that shouldn't be on Twitter. Um we know some of them and we won't mention them because they don't need to have this light. But you know, there's some people that just shouldn't be on Twitter. That's but it. Keep cooking, girl. Keep cooking. Yeah, if you want to send me some good. food, I'll eat it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so that's fine. Yeah. Um, and then the last story we're gonna cover for there's so much fucking news this week. There's I know. Just, like, sorry guys, this is super long. But... Um, but we're just like there's just so much. Is our Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck back together? Is Benifer back? Benifer, you guys, this is like too much for me. Like, I feel like it's just bringing up old emotions because this happened in Katie and I's childhood like yeah, I think when they st- got together I was maybe like <laughs> nine and like I remember going to the grocery stores and seeing it on the tabloids with my mom and like you know it's just like it was everywhere like this was like one of the like the time of like mm-hmm. m- massive media coverage over relationships and merging couples names celebrity mm-hmm. couples names like Bradgelina and Benifer and you know all the people that like this was like the era like this is when um stalking people became like huge yeah it was great but like terrible now that I'm <laughs> so bad for them it. like I can like, see why it has met, fucked people up emotionally but like I uh, was consuming so this shit like it was <laughs> water I was a consumer at the ripe age of like I was 10 <laughs> thirsty as fuck like loving every second of it but like it was very invasive time anyways you guys so they um so they went to Montana recently. They took a private plane to Montana, uh, Lopez and or Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. And they spent several days there and they have a strong connection and it's been quick and intense, but Jennifer's happy uh, source said of the pair who were later spotted arriving back on LA and LA on Saturday on a private jet. And someone who hasn't taken so, so first it was like oh no they're just friends like they've always kept in touch you know right um whatever but then we were hearing reports that um Ben was like in regular contact by email like since she began filming Shotgun Wedding um in the Dominican Republic and at the time Jennifer was still engaged to Alex Rodriguez and Affleck's emails were more loving and longing for Jen than friendly unnamed sources with direct knowledge of the matter um told TMZ and then when um, Ben Affleck saw photos of Jen in the uh, Caribbean, he allegedly wrote to her how beautiful she was and how much he wished he could be down there with her. Um, the report alleged at the time Affleck was in Boston filming the movie The Tender Bar with George Clooney. Um, I just want to say this is just shows how fucking old they are. Like who the fuck is like emailing love notes? Right? Like just like, text her. I know she's in another country, but she can afford like the roaming charges that you Honestly. can just text her. It says Lope, uh, Lopez and Affleck exchanged emails throughout the shooting of her film. Yeah, until late April. But like the emails, I'm like, wait, what made you just like if she was still with Alex, which it was at the time, like I think when it was still questionable whether they were like together or not, like are there, aren't they? Um, I think they were trying to like make it work. Like, why are you like messaging her that? Which is like a little fucking weird. But then also He's trying to swoop in. Like a source told People Magazine that Alex Rodriguez was pretty surprised himself when he heard about Ben. Who, okay. Um, Fuck you, Alex. And, I was pretty surprised when I found out about all the bitches that you're fucking. So. Right? Or like FaceTiming um, Madison from right. Southern Charm. Southern um, Charm. And then Alex was under the impression that he and Jennifer would go on as friends, but he is acting so needy that Jennifer cut him off, the source says of Rodriguez, who recently told photographers, go Yankees, when asked about Lopez and Affleck, who is a longtime Boston Red Sox fan. Jennifer seems very happy. She tried for a long time to get a relationship with Alex to work. She feels good that she decided to break it off. She doesn't trust him and doesn't want to waste her time anymore. How embarrassing. He's so fucking embarrassing. You see he posted a picture of his table, like, with, like, all the place plate set for J-Lo and the kids. Like, come on. This is your fault. She wanted to be with you. Hey, she, like, agreed to marry you. You pants, cheated. Dude, and maybe you, yes. you would have a wife and or like, a, by now. Cheating in public. Like, you're going to New York hotels and fucking sleeping with bitches. Like, yeah, this, 
stars where their lives are on television. That's Ugh, it's just job. so fucking How stupid embarrassing. Are you? Regardless if it wasn't a physical affair, it was emotional still. So fuck you. Like, yeah. I don't feel but sorry. you're mad about yeah, Jennifer's empty plate, emails. Empty Please. plate and forks and shove it up your ass. And <laughs> who knows? Like, if Ben and Jen, people are like saying this is just a PR stunt, this is for publicity, publicity. I can't even talk. Um, I don't understand what they have to gain, like publicity. Well, wise. they both are filming movies. This right? is like JLo's MO because she did the same thing with Drake when they're both dropping albums. They right. have like a publicity stunt relationship. And like, what is the biggest thing right now on TikTok and everything? It's Y2K. Like what fucking better way to like reach back into <laughs> Y2K think, stuff? You think Jennifer than... Lopez was like, hey, TikTok is really Y2K no, right now. No, I don't now. think he, All the she rage. did that. But her fucking like marketing her public, team her was like, everyone fucking loves the 2000s right now. Like everyone is Bring rewatching Mean Girls. Like, yeah. And they're like, what if we could bring back Benifer? Like that would fit and everyone be so fucking obsessed as everyone is so obsessed with 2000s culture right now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it would be the perfect publicity stunt, but like, if this were true, like JLo loves men that help her pick up the pieces from her relationships. Because remember when Benifer is she ever broke single? up? No, but remember when Benifer broke up, um, back in 2002, like their engagement, um, they call it their engagement, like a couple months before their wedding, Mm -hmm. she was friends with Mark Anthony. And he like, she was like, he's been a great friend to me during this time. Like he's really helped me like pick up the pieces of my life. And then they were married in 2004. She didn't even, Benifer didn't officially break up until January, 2004. And her and Mark Anthony were married in June of 2004. Does she have a dad? Like, does she have dad I don't, issues? I don't know. She must have daddy issues. But, like, now she's probably doing the same shit. Like, she just had got out of a shitty because relationship with not, A-Rod. It's not and normal. I'm sorry. In. Jennifer Lopez. Like, you're gorgeous and beautiful. You can stay single. You don't need to go from relationship to relationship. Like, you're not healing. You don't need another relationship to heal you from your last one. You need to be by yourself, heal by yourself, have a fucking backbone, and be like, I'm a fucking badass bitch. I can be by my fucking self and I don't need no fucking man by my side to pick up the fucking pieces. Cause guess what? I picked him up my fucking self. I don't need you. You add to my life. You don't, I don't need you in my life. And she has historically said that like, she's been in emotionally abusive relationships. So it does sound, it screams daddy issues to me there. Yeah. There's something going on there, but like, I don't know. This just seems like history rewriting itself with like what it, but he's on the opposite side now before he was like the last guy who's getting like swooped from under. And then now he's a guy swooping. So I don't know, or maybe this is the universe fixing what should have been and the media really fucked over their relationship. It's a time and place. Right. Yeah. Because I feel like, I mean, I don't really know, but I feel like if the media coverage hadn't been so strenuous at that time, they would still be together. I don't. (laughs) <laughs> but I mean I really liked them together I like and I loved them I just don't think they would still be together do I think they would have gotten married yes do I yeah. think they would have stayed together absolutely not no okay well think about if she's really gonna be you have to think about I mean I'm sorry I just look at someone's track record and I'm like do you think they're gonna stay married yeah that's true you just have to, th- I mean, that's what I would think. I, I would think they would for sure be divorced, but I would think they would, I think they would have gotten married. Yeah. I feel like I just have hope for them because I feel like they've both gone through similar things. Like they obviously both have I would love similar this isn't a kind of careers. Yeah. And I, I mean, it. I would love this. Like it's this like my would make my, relived. like it's right. amazing. Like I'm going to go fucking buy People magazine at the newsstand. I know. Like, so I'm kind of like, I'm all for it. If it's not a PR stunt, like good riddance a-rod you're fucking loser like there's a fuck about you and your sad simpy photos did you see his like a video he posted of like him being sad playing sad music of a picture of them i'm like you're so embarrassing so embarrassing no one feels bad for me for you this is your cheater cheater pumpkin eater i don't feel bad if you cheat you're a fucking loser i have no sympathy i don't care why don't you go suck your own dick 
Because you clearly need to get off every five seconds. Like, like, holy fuck. Are you that insecure that you need so many girls in your life? You were with fucking Jennifer Lopez. She's fucking The stunning. hottest girl. The hottest woman. Doesn't age. Still cheat. Olive oil. Just kidding. Um, And you still. <laughs> well, I heard. Much. I heard through rumors that he is saying shit like, oh, like, I'll release her plastic surgery secrets and shit. Like. Well, just you're being just a petty. Up asshole, if that's part of me, though, is like, <laughs> okay, release well, it. Like, also, I want to know. You think we're dumb and think she hasn't gotten any work done? Obviously. I mean, she obviously don't has, get in trouble, but yeah, don't sue us. But but like, she if you're not dumb as a doornail, if you're not dumb as a doornail, then I think you would know that <laughs> that you don't age help. naturally like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's, just, I don't know, which is fine. Like just own it. I'll be, I'll be here for petty A-Rod if he releases that, but yeah, like, I mean, I'm not going to be mad at it. I'm I will gonna... consume that media. I, but... I mean, it's just, I have to, it's, it's our If job. you put it out there, I'll take it. But I still but think you're petty as fuck. It's still a loser. petty fucking move. Like you're fucking douche lord, but And whatever. he too can go sit at the kitty table with court. Yeah. What Jennifer said. <laughs> <laughs> But that's basically it for the week. It was a fucking huge week for celebrity news. I was like, wow, usually weeks are pretty fucking slow and boring. But this week I was like, story after story after story, like, just kept coming. It was a big week for Bravo. (laughs) But there were some other celebrity news there in there too, so. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like last week was dead. So this week we needed this and it just like all hit at once. It must be the new moon in Taurus. Love it's going wild. Love tours. Yeah, going wild. But thank you guys for listening. Um, if there's any other like topics that you guys can think of that you want us to talk about, feel free to reach out, comment, you know, DM us, but don't DM us like Chrissy. Do not send us into a a, what did you say, like a dirt nap or whatever. (laughs) Like just only positivity, guys. Positivity, okay. We don't do negativity. We don't want to take dirt naps. So um, yeah. But don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Brutally Blunt Podcast, on Twitter at Brut Blunt Pod, and like, follow, subscribe wherever you guys listen. And yeah, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>